0: DraftSociety.com presents a Premier League Draft
1: Fantasy Podcast. Welcome to the Key Pass Collective. Your
0: exclusive source for the information, analysis, and advice you need to dominate
1: your fantasy leagues.
2: Come on in. We've been expecting you.
0: what's happening draft heads welcome back to the key pass collective my name is joe williams i will be your host for this here episode we are of course the audio companion to the draft society website we always want to remind you to check out the draft society we've got basically everything you need in order to dominate this here draft game ranks stats articles um and and when i say articles i mean like so many just like so many articles for every single game week. Um, Whether it's streamers, whether it is sleepers, whether it is waiver pickups, trade articles, it's every single game week. Uh, So definitely check it out, draftsociety.com. And if you are willing to part with a measly $5 American per month, um, you can have access to a lot of the special features that we have on the site um, for subscribers. And these are things that kind of require a lot of, Let's say extra work on our part, Um, but we're happy to to get it out to you for a nominal fee. So we're talking player projections, weekly rest of season rankings, unique fixture difficulty tracker, set piece taker tracker, and confidential trade advice that no one else, especially people in your league, will see. All of that for the $5. Check it out if you're willing. Um, Otherwise, so much free stuff on the site. Okay, let's talk about today. We're here to talk, of course, transfers. Uh, So, we are going to get into the transfers. We're going to talk about the numbers. We're going to talk about current Premier League players who are comparable. So, current player comps. And then we're going to do a little game we call Who'd You Fancy? Because we're not going to steal other podcast segment names anymore. I would be upset if someone did that to us. So, we're not doing that anymore. So, we're calling it Who'd you fancy uh, of the two players? Which one would you prefer to have on your team? First, let's welcome in the gentleman here today. We have a three-headed monster for you in terms of analysts. We've got Jeannie, Toddy, and Ryan. Let's say hey to Genie first. Jeannie, how are things going?
3: Not too bad. Uh, busy as always, but uh, happy to take an hour and chill with the boys.
0: Yeah, man. Happy to have you back.
3: For an hour. Yep, well, we'll see
0: we'll see, how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> maybe
3: less for me uh,
0: but we'll see <laughs> you you can you can bow out if you need to just do do so gracefully if you do <laughs> you'll have to uh recite a haiku or something before you leave
4: <laughs> sounds good
0: toddy how are you man
4: <laughs> all good all good um i'm i've had a uh, difficult um Two, two weeks, but um, uh, family's looking much healthier mm. today, uh, this morning at least.
0: That's awesome. I thought you were going to say you've had a difficult evening because you had to drink a shit beer.
4: No, no. Uh, we, <laughs> I've, I'm i still drinking that shit beer, and uh, it's cold, so it's not that shit. Um, we were talking about this before uh, we went on air um, with, with Joe and Nibby um, about one of life's biggest questions i had a choice of uh, beer are i like very much but it was it was pantry warm and the a shit beer that my <laughs> wife graciously put in the fridge for me for the podcast but she didn't realize it was the shit beer <laughs> so i'm drinking the shit beer now
0: ryan what would your choice be
4: Ooh,
1: if it's a if it's a hot day i think i'd go with the shit beer yeah it depends on what beer like I don't mind room temperature if it's like an English ale or something sure sure what is the beer Tony, the, the, so the
4: beer the beer in question the the, the one I like was Peroni um, and oh, the okay. one this one is it's called Holstein oh, is, yeah I'll take that yeah
0: you can't drink yeah. a warm Peroni though
4: no well, no Peroni's, no Peroni's
1: wag <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what temp well, okay. Italians are yeah. fucking beer.
0: Italians are not known for their beer, but but the man likes Rightly what he likes, so. Ryan. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> How are you, by the way? <laughs> I'm
1: doing well, as you can tell. Nice, nice. I'm doing. Uh, I'm coming down from the the Bengals high and coming to the realization I won't be able to make it to the game. Oh. So it's mixed emotions.
0: Yeah. Congrats, though.
1: Thank
4: you. I'm still somewhat in disbelief. Absolutely but, incredible. Um, yeah, unreal. <laughs> what, you don't have $10,000 lying around to go to Super Bowl? No, unfortunately not. Um, I wish.
1: Really, S- Spent really really it all in Dubai or in yeah. Maldives. If I hadn't taken any trips in the last like three years, I probably would. But <laughs> <laughs> Alas.
0: I mean, I know what I would rather do, and it would not be the one that involves American football, but... Um, of course, lifelong Bengals fan, I get it, I get it. But yeah, I think
1: you made the right choice, personally. Yeah, maybe. I mean it wasn't even a choice. I never thought in a million years that we would get also would have started some sort of fund. I guess when we drafted Burrow I should have like started putting right? a few pennies uh, a week <laughs> aside, but dear lord. <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's get back to the appropriately named footy where they actually use their, their feet to kick balls in the, in the game itself. Um, <laughs> I told my class that I thought that American football should be called throw ball or tackle ball, and they basically wanted to massacre me. So um, they're not on board yet, but I'm going to get them there. I'm going to get them there. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the transfers. So like I said, we're going to hit numbers. Uh, we'll give you what numbers we have, uh, as, as you guys have maybe seen. If you head over to the Draft Society, we do have um, basically metrics uh, or numbers from the Big Five European Leagues and the Europa League and the, the Champions League. And those are all basically kind of converted into Uh, fan tracks default scoring numbers. So we're going to use what we have of those in order to talk about these players real quick and kind of go through the numbers. Some of these we did last week on the sort of transfer rumor show, uh, but we are going to, now that they're confirmed quick, talk through the numbers, see if there's anything to break down on those, give you a a player comp from the current premier league. So a a current premier league player that we believe is going to be similar in terms of play style and probably projected fantasy point output. And then we've got who you fancy. So if it's this new player or an existing player, who would you roster if you could only roster one? Okay. All right. So let's start with the big man himself transferred into Burnley. We're talking about Vut Veghorst, And <laughs> <laughs> he comes to us, of course, from the Bundesliga 2021 numbers. He, played, or he started 33 matches. He had a points per 90 of 14.2, 7.6 ghost points per 90, which is more than you'd think of for a big man uh, a lot of times. And uh, he is about 50% reliant on uh, attacking returns for his points. Does anything stand out uh, in terms of those numbers, or does anything get you guys excited about those? Toddy, I know you're pretty you're pretty amped about Voot. Uh, so, is there anything that you wanted to to kind of give us, give us a little insight into why you're excited about him?
4: Um, well, first of all, um, any any Dutch listeners out there, please um, record an audio and send send it to us on how to say um, his name. I think I think it's more of an H E H E W. If you, if you know what I mean, so something like hoot hoot quick horse, or something like that but it's, it's any, not, anyways it's,
0: it's hew but you also have a guttural thing going on there it's like a back of the throat kind of thing
4: yeah something like that yeah like that. okay all
0: right all right okay. I, i'd be curious yeah
4: so 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 <laughs> so, so double w double w <laughs> um yeah i'm 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 pretty jazzed about him i admittedly some of that um that um Amp comes from from our oft mentioned um, lockdown game uh, created by by Colin Greaves and Drafted Thoughts, uh, the spreadsheet um, magic that was uh, the lockdown Bundesliga game, and I I think I I I know I had him and he was he was magic there, um, I think i think the most sort of relevant uh, comparison um he would have is is a better chris wood um i'm i'm <laughs> i for numbers numbers wise i i think somewhere around um humanez this year's humanez um uh, which is not not stellar but but okay um but I think he's a better player than Chris Wood, and I think um, it will all come down to how quickly he he gets going, because if he if he gets going quickly, then he'll be he'll be a hit uh, for the second half of the season. The differences in in projected starts for these newcomers are amazingly big so mm. we'll talk about this but like like uh weckhorst i i have him starting 18 games yeah in the upcoming um 15 and 15 and so, game weeks right and so uh,
0: hint the next player we're going to talk about is luis diaz and of course that's going to be very different
4: e- exactly yeah exactly yeah so yeah um Yep, I really like him. I think, I think, um, Burnley, all in all, didn't do good business because they, they actually didn't get Orsic, um, which would have pushed them over the good business or bad business line. Um, this way they replaced, um, Chris Wood, but didn't do anything else, uh, to, to boost their Promo or uh, their hopes of staying up. He's he's my number one waiver target um, in this upcoming um, waiver period. Most of uh, most of the leagues I play in, we have waivers running after the game week has finished. So either on Monday or on Tuesday.
0: Okay, Ryan or Jeannie, anything to add in terms of numbers or just general uh, thoughts about? Would Faghorst?
1: I'd be I'd be curious to see. I mean, I know his his ghost points per ninety are what seven point six. Um, I'm assuming a lot of that stems from aerials, given his height. Is that accurate? You would think so.
0: I don't have that in front of me, but yeah, I, I'm I'm imagining that's that's probably true.
2: Okay.
1: Because um, if it's successful dribbles,
0: then that's a whole different story.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, if you're
1: six six and dribbling around people, then I really want then to see you're, you.
4: Then you're named Peter Crouch.
1: Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I I'm a little like, not a, I'm not as uh, bullish on him as as Toddy is I I don't even think Vaghorst himself is as bullish as Toddy is on <laughs> on Voot. But um yeah, I think the fact that he's gonna play a lot of games, um if these if this aerial ability is um translates to the prim and it sounds like it will, um I'm excited about that. Um the three headed monster of uh of Cornet, vaguehorst and and um mcneil sounds sounds good on paper uh i want to see how it how it pans out on the pitch but um yeah you gotta you gotta like uh you gotta like that transfer on paper
2: yeah
0: absolutely Jeannie, not a big burnley guy any thoughts on this one
3: (laughs) um (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. Until they replace Ashley Westwood, I, I can't really get behind this. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I think, I think he might be decent. Um, definitely, if you need a forward worth a worth a pickup, not a do not roster. He's a he's a good player. I'll give him that. But he's got to adjust to the prem. We've seen the Germans, um, one who I will not name, plus uh, Kai and Werner. Mm. They really <laughs> have struggled um maybe he'll be better because he's going to a really trash team and he'll be the focal point um that's one way that i'm looking at the other way is that they try to replace chris wood they fail to replace chris wood and they get relegated that's Mm. the kind of way i'm hoping they go but uh (laughs) i guess i guess we'll see um he's i'm not breaking the bank for him i'm not like trading out good players to get him in um it's still Burnley at the end of the day. They're not going to start lighting up
4: the prim. Yeah, that's fair. I think um, uh, we have we've discussed this uh, in in the um, draft society Slack on how to approach Fab values, but I think if the the best way and and something that um, our listeners can. Extrapolate to their own um, situations is how much of your fab would you spend on him if everyone had a hundred? Mm. Like if if it was day one of of the Premier League season?
0: Yeah, I mean, where would he have gone in the draft? Round? Yeah,
4: some, yeah, something like that. Round three? <laughs> oh God. No, 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 no.
3: Well, someone might have taken him like round four, but I'd probably put him around like the round seven to nine. No, nah, he you wouldn't get in there. Ish. I don't think. You don't think you, th- you e- think you'd go maybe.
4: earlier?
0: He was a fourteen point two point per ninety player. That's a that's very good.
4: It is. It is quite it's good. Burnley uh, though. But, but
3: like you know. it's, cor- it's 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 gonna be so many good players. Where did on Wood go? yeah um, <laughs> I think he went around eight, the
1: round, yeah, yeah, the eighth round or so. So yeah, he had yeah, taken it from 100 ADP, a little bit further up. So yeah, you're thinking Six. late fifth at the earliest. Okay, five.
0: Okay, all right, that's fine.
1: Yeah, but so yeah.
0: So a fifth yeah. round pick,
1: you would give
0: twenty percent, thirty percent.
4: Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I, I'm thinking 30. 30, 25, 30. Thirty percent of your original fab.
0: Okay. Tadi who is a current player in the prem that we are thinking is a decent comparison to Mr. Veghorst himself?
4: I think for production, it's um, as as I mentioned, Raul Jimenez, and for um, style, obviously, it's it's going to be Chris Wood.
0: Okay. And so, in terms of pr- production, that's uh, it's not super encouraging. I mean, Jimenez has had okay matches, but for the most part, he's been anonymous in a lot of them.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm expecting. I Okay. Think, <laughs> um, yeah. He's like, Jimenez is forward 20, around four twenty. Okay. So just ahead of Ollie Watkins, by the way. Uh, that's...
2: I, I did not expect that. that. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so uh, he hasn't been that bad. Okay, I mean he's well ahead of Romelu Lukaku.
0: <laughs> so this these should hopefully I, I've I've crafted the the Who'd you fancy players so that hopefully it will help us to nail down sort of like uh, a range in which we value this player. So as you'll see for all of these, the players get kind of like increasingly better, you could say, uh, in terms of their fantasy their fantasy value uh or at least their name recognition and we can kind of see where we land on the the spectrum, if you will, of players who you'd um who you'd rather roster than Woot Vaghorst or vice versa. So let's go Ryan, Genie, Toddy for each one of these. Just quickly let me know who'd you fancy? Draw Pedro or Woot Veghorst?
3: Voot there it is. Genie <laughs> uh, depends what um Hodgson does, but for now, uh, Weighhorst or
4: that guy. Yeah, however, we're
0: going to yeah. say this. Yeah. And somebody's yeah. going to let us know how to say it.
4: Toddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Weghorst. Yeah.
0: Okay. Ryan, your boy, Joe Linton or Weghorst? I mean,
1: Joey. Joey. <laughs> Can I caveat that real yes. quick? Yes, yes. If he's <laughs> healthy and the Bruno Guimaraes does a weirdly... Uh, tweak his role current joe linton all day current midfielder joe
0: linton although he's a forward in in the game which is why he's a comparison here
1: (laughs) yes whatever he's doing current joe linton all
0: right genie joey or
3: woot uh joe linton regardless of the role Ooh, okay
0: toddy
4: i'll have woot um just because of upside um and also burnley have two more games uh, in hand than Newcastle do um and I'm and obviously if we are caveating then yeah there is there is a certain situation where Joel Linton would be a better player but I think I'm like i I'll, I'll ask you this guys um, would you take the over or the under on Joe Linton getting four? Attacking returns rest of the season. Over. Over. Under for sure.
0: <laughs> I think I'm under that. I'm I'm I under roster it. him because of his ghost points right now.
4: He has <laughs> he has two currently. Yeah. So far. If
1: you're t- if you're talking about upside and the fact that he gets you ten to eleven just standard and you add any attacking
4: return, that's that's upside. Yeah, we yep. the week. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah but he doesn't get 10 to 11 like he can get it he but does. that's not his he, that's not his floor uh, I mean, if you're taking he, the
1: entire season together but if you look at the last like what two months his new role that's
4: basically what he's giving you i mean if you look yeah but he, they've played th- exactly three games in the last two months true like I get it, I have I have him on roster and I love that, um, and I hope he's back healthy for the midweek uh, in game week twenty four. But if you wanna, like, there is a situation where, where where you want him, but if you're deciding on putting in a waiver claim and Joel Linton is the last for last um, man on your team. I'm dropping Joan for Weckhorst. Agree to disagree. I think
0: okay. I probably would too. But um, it's that's let's, very that's very close to me.
1: Let's track this ROS. Okay, we should per game not uh, from behind. here out. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: All right, Ryan, back to you. Pedro Neto. Uh
1: vague horse, just cuz I still don't know too many uncertainties
3: with with Neto. Okay. Genie Uh, white chorus I don't want this ACL business on my team and Toddy. same
0: okay Ryan Josh King
3: uh Josh King I'll take the
1: even with the Uncle Roy uncertainty swirling I'll still take the proven uh Premier League ass debt
0: okay Jeannie Josh King
3: I'm actually kind of insulted he's on this list um (laughs) he's so I'm insulted by one later on (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah i saw that note
1: <laughs> i'm sorry um, okay um he's me, he's he's 11, to do better. He's, a,
3: he's 11 ppm this year We're, even like when he's with bournemouth he's always above nine or 10 ppm it's it's king all day and if someone could get that trade done then like you know uh, message me because kudos to you man that's a that's a steal
0: <laughs> I, I included it because i think that he's still somehow under the radar
3: King? Yeah, but he's so consistent, man. I agree. He gets nine every week. Right. Except against Norwich, he gets 10.
0: Well, he can be be quiet for like 80 minutes, and then suddenly somehow he's got 10.
3: Oh, for sure. Um, At halftime a a couple weeks ago, we were all complaining against Newcastle. He was on negative (laughs) negative .5, and then he finishes with um, (laughs) 9.5.
0: Yeah. It's just amazing. I'm I'm so... I'm so excited to have have gotten him for free, which, like I mentioned last week, everybody who has him got him for free because you just picked him up off of waivers. It's fantastic.
4: Yeah, he's... Love the guy. Yeah.
0: Okay, Toddy, I'm assuming King as well.
4: Um, You're assuming wrong? Oh! Oh. I knew he was going to be contrarian. Oh, man! (laughs) And I'll I'll tell you why. Um, King is a ticking time bomb in a system that we currently don't know. Um, I, I'm not sure if you guys have read my blurb in the, in the transfers, uh, article about Weghorst. Um, uh, can you, can you guess how many matches he missed since 2016?
0: I have seen this, so or, I have to, I have to excuse myself.
4: He has missed six games.
0: That's insane. That's
4: that actually, is that's, actually
3: that's insane. Yeah, but what about Josh King? <laughs> <I> mean, like, <laughs> he's played 6? No, I don't know. I mean, well, this season he has, he has what? He has 17 starts in 23 game weeks, but he I don't think he was even like I don't think he was he even started on the, almost bench the first game. couple.
0: Yeah. This so, might like, be his healthiest season though in of his entire career yeah so you gotta
3: <laughs> no no he had he's had 35 games played 33 36 oh, okay. 31 he has one season which was bad 26 for bournemouth um and then the whole everton stint we, we won't even count that i don't know what that was about
1: oh god i forgot about that <laughs> jesus <laughs> he i bet he's forgotten time, about he got
0: hated on
3: I, I think he got what 10 minutes in total
1: yeah I mean if this was like Callum
4: Wilson I'd agree with you but like King's been steady all year. I I'm 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 a bit I I like West and I like Burnley as well more, more than more than anyone. <laughs> I know uh but but yeah I'm I'm not excited about Roy Hodgson's um reign in um in, in, in Watford so I'm, I'm bumping all the um, all the assets
0: okay alright sounds good Well, that's, I like that a little bit of uh, I, I like it when we don't group think that's good I like that okay let's final one here Ryan Lukaku or Veghorst?
1: I uh, do Veghorst just because of the games I mean that that disparity in, in games is, is actually pretty pretty big Okay. Genie.
3: I gotta go for Lukaku for that incredible run after those blanks. If he could even it is a find one for for like two months, man. Then he could he could he, he might single handedly win you weeks. He'll also single handedly lose you weeks, but um <laughs> just I like that gamble.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Okay, Tati.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm taking back horse and, and it's wow. it's not not particularly close. Wow Um Wow Even even the even the <laughs> bad matchups, Chelsea are only winning one nil. Yeah. Um and Lukaku hasn't been the guy who's been scoring that one goal. Um so so yeah, I think he might see some rotation. I think he might see the only way he gets who he wins that rest of the season on on points is is if he somehow goes on a run. Uh which I I've watched him play in the last two games because I had, had the privilege of having him on roster and I did not like what I saw. Mm. Like he came back from injury, played that game. I think it was Aston Villa. Yeah. And when he came on at halftime, turned it around, was everywhere, scored a goal and assisted one, I think. Um, and then the interview came out, and it's been downhill ever since. Hmm.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, some of us much higher than others on with Beghorst, but uh, I think all of us agree. That's definitely one to bring in if you if you have the option. Uh, let's move right along. We're gonna lose Genie here pretty soon, unfortunately. So I do want to, Genie. I want to get your thoughts on Delhi Alley. I know this has been your boy for quite some time until recently this year when you gave up on him and basically declared that you were done with him for good.
3: Well, we're never done with someone for good, are we? If we choose to be, we are. Well. (laughs) Okay, for Dele, um, I I do hope this is like a little kickstart to his career. Again, he's only 25, 26, so he's still got a good six, seven years in him, if he chooses to. Um, I also don't know how he's going to do under Lampard. Pochettino just played to Dele's strength, um, which is basically having him just do whatever he wants on the field and just show up behind the striker and pop in a couple goals. I don't think Lampard's as smart as Pochettino or even near as smart. Um, I do like the idea of punting on Dele. Realistically, I do think that he might be one of the worst fantasy transfers um, to pick up, and it's just going to be name value. I do for for my own um enjoyment hope to see him banging goals but i do think he'll score like um i kind of put him in the jacob ramsey um category he'll get like 21 one game and then he'll get four 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 21 you know that that's kind of where i see it like everton have a decent couple of fixtures so if you have a Dele, you know hold him for two three weeks see how Lampard uses him if he's using him as like a 10 or like a second striker he could be money but if he's using him as like you know deeper how Conte kind of used him here I don't know Mourinho tried to use him there um he's gonna be garbage in real life and you know fantasy that's that's not who Dele is
0: so let's let's look at the numbers quick we've got uh 6.6 points per 90 this season uh 7.9 expected points per 90 which makes his points per 90 delta a negative 1.3 which means he should be performing at a higher level than he actually is which toddy likes to think is an indicator of potential future um performances so i I wonder if you feel the same way about deli
4: ali toddy well um (laughs) i mean uh I, I kind of have to uh, because I picked him <laughs> up uh, at the end of the last game week um, to hold and I've been saying this since since I picked him up that I, I'm going to trade him on the day he signs for someone else and I, I, true to my word, I went into my DMs, went into my um, group chats and Banged the drum about him being available and got nothing. Like <laughs> the b- best one was the best one was a bag of re- real life in real life crisps. Nice. <laughs> so so I'm kind of stuck with him, and uh, the more I look at it, the more I think it's it's a punt. I'm willing to be stuck with. Uh-huh. Like it's an, it's a, it's a punt that could. Has a chance of coming off um, in in Lampard. I think he we he has a, a manager who who is probably the best kind of manager for him. Uh, if he can't get him going, no one can.
0: <laughs> All right. Anything to add, Ryan?
1: Yeah, I, I just this one. For me, at least, just depends on your kind of league position. If you need to okay. to take a punt and you need some crazy high upside, then I think Deli is your guy. I think the likelihood of him hitting those heights of, of past years is small but he does have it in his locker, especially with an attacking manager like Lampard. And you would think that um, you know the, the switch up there is a, a good chance for him to refurbish his, his reputation, and he should be taking it with, with both hands. Um, so yeah. the, the possibility of upside is, is there. And so if I need a, a boost second half of the season, I'm, I'm taking a punt on, on Ally as opposed to like some of the other transfers that are going to be kind of steady as she goes.
0: Okay. All right. I like that so uh genie already sort of uh gave away our player comp because I'm, I'm looking at your article here toddy uh on the draftsociety.com, by the way uh which is jacob ramsey so i think that's that's solid and genie and explained why uh that's a very similar player comp uh so let's move on to who'd you fancy let's go genie toddy ryan this time so Jeannie, dallas or ali stewart dallas oh. or deli ali
4: deli all day
0: okay toddy
4: um, I think Dallas is is in the king mold. Um, that he's he's been steadily good ish. He's a he's a week to week starter. Uh, has an eight point five um, points per game. I'd still go Della though. Okay, Ryan for the upside. For the upside.
0: Sure, sure, sure.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat, Della. Okay,
0: that one sounds close, though. I wonder if you're gonna agree to any of the upcoming ones. Okay, uh, Jeannie, back to you. Lucas Mora or Dele Alli?
3: Oh, Lucas Mora all day. That's that's the I've been banging the drum
4: about since preseason.
0: Okay, Toddy.
4: Same, same. I I I have been lower on him, and I think Kuluszewski gets some of his minutes, but still, still Mora. Okay, Ryan uh i'm i mean lucas
1: if he's starting all all day sure but yeah i'm i am worried about uh taking some of those starts it just it's he randomly gets dropped and that make that kind of intimates to me that um that conte might not trust him all that all that much so if he especially if he bought someone else um, and they still have they still have cuz they couldn't they couldn't ship them to IX. so i think there's a lot of competition there um, and you got to think that, that lamps is going to be starting delhi every week so pff, ugh. i think yeah <laughs> delhi by a smidge but i really want to see how the <laughs> the lucas um, spot pans out Okay.
0: All right, I'll save this next one since since Ryan has some ire uh, associated with it. And to be honest I, I probably I probably owe you an apology on this one uh, all of I you because I, I didn't look at his numbers first um, but okay <laughs> so let's let's wait on that one. Let's go with uh, Ilkai Gundawan, genie Ilkai or Delhi.
3: Uh give me a second on... Um, oh Delhi Delhi I'm just I'm just looking at um Gundogan's January numbers he's not really been in the team Okay so I'd probably go Delhi there
4: All right Toddy It's it depends on on your roster like if you are if you are in need of starts then go Delhi if you are in need of upside then Ah, still go Della, I think. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it, there it is. It, uh, those three extra games also help. Yeah. Although, yeah. Uh, in comparison, that's not going to be three, though. So, <laughs> like, like Everton have, at this point in time, have 18 games to play. Um, City have 15. Mm-hmm. How many games does Gundogan start? E- yeah, <laughs> that, that that was gonna be my question. Right. <laughs> so if you're projecting like half, so this is like, are you taking and and out of 18, let's say 15? Are you taking 15 games of Dele or uh, starts of Dele Ali or seven starts from Gundogan? And I'm taking the the Ali. I I didn't know. When I started talking I was going to say Gundawan, but I've, <laughs> I've 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 gone I've gone full circle. All
0: right. You've talked yourself into it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Ryan.
4: Yeah, I think I'm thinking Delhi. Uh, although
1: I think I have a sneaking suspicion that Gunduan is going to get a few more starts once uh, Champions League kicks in and and City realize that the the league is is basically over. Yeah. Um, if if KDB was out, I would I would probably take Gundawan, um, but since he's back, um, I think it does come down to Rajasthan Construction. This is a big windup to say Delhi. Okay, solid, solid.
0: All right, <laughs> Genie, uh, Hakim Ziech or Deli Ali?
3: Uh, Ziech, I think. Um, he's got like what eight starts since December. He's, he, I mean, he's been killing it in the last couple of weeks. Um, he's, I think, he's a really good player. Definitely a better player than Pulisic. Sorry, boys. Um, mm, and true. he's Especially gonna. Lately. No yeah, he's, he's gonna. He's gonna be key to this little run in more than Werner Lukaku. Um, I don't know. You see. You see. He's angry. He's got like a point to prove. Um, I know Dele definitely has a point to prove, but Zx seems less worried about his hair and more worried about what's going on <laughs> on, <laughs> on the field.
4: Fair
0: enough. Novel. he <laughs>
4: Yeah, um, I I think on the basis of the same argument as as um, Gundogan, I'm I'm taking Dele here. Wow! Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's even less games for Chelsea. So Chelsea are, and this is an interesting one I wanted to mention um, that we are in game week 23, the longest game week ever. Yes. Um, and Chelsea have actually played 24 games. <laughs> um, so, so Chelsea are uh, four four games ahead of, of Everton. I just don't see. I I just don't see Ziyech. Even though he's he's a much more um, he has a much better chance of like scoring big. I just don't see him starting enough to to get to Ali's numbers.
0: Okay,
1: Ryan uh both very compelling arguments i think uh zh is going to have better war with that soft schedule um but yeah given the fact that uh there's just so few games um you got to go Delhi. okay
0: all right the final one and i'll be honest i i hadn't looked at this player's uh i I wasn't even fully aware that he was performing as well as he has been uh even though i've heard you talk about him multiple times on this (laughs) very podcast ryan i was like are you listening to me uh gabriel martinelli uh i did not realize he was a 10.5 uh points per game player i didn't realize he was now 92 percent rostered um yeah he's and when i look back at the numbers i'm like good lord he's just been killing it with aside from like a game here and there where he's five or under, he's been fifteen plus uh, for for most of his matches. So I I I will rescind this if if you'll allow me to. I, I think that we'll all take Martinelli over Dele Alli. Am I right?
4: <laughs> I will yeah. allow you to definitely. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think I think uh, part of part of Ali's, um, um positive outlook is that I think the reason. Uh, Arsenal didn't go out of their way to sign a forward. Is is the fact that he, he will be played and tried, at centre forward as well.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Plays so few games that the likelihood is that he won't be. We won't be forced to to do so, but he can do it as a, as as an option. Um, because yeah, we still have Lacazette and freaking Ketia. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, but yeah, in no other competitions other than the league. So you got to think that that two forwards and then Martinelli as a possible third is will be enough. And then yeah, you can you could play Pepe there if you really wanted to. So yeah, I think they're I think they're well covered. But the the very few games um, and I, I remember them clearly. They think he's played like twice as the number nine scored very poorly um looked looked a bit lost so i for fantasy purposes i i would much rather him keep that that left wing spot
0: got it all right sounds great well genie thanks for the cameo man we appreciate it
3: of course everyone uh take care enjoy the rest of the, the rest of the show
0: sounds good see you buddy
3: hey see you bud see ya
0: all right, gents. We got to move if this is not going to be a four-hour long show. And I would like to watch some of the U.S. men play tonight. So, um,
4: <laughs> You mean freeze tonight?
0: Well, <laughs> yes. Freeze yes, Can we just say, like, I don't know. Okay. You guys know how <laughs> I feel about Allianz Field. It is, it is a mecca for me. It is heaven on earth. Um, but I don't know who decided to schedule a match there in February. It's one of the dumbest things that I think anyone in U.S. soccer has ever done.
1: As I said on Twitter, I I, I assume it's it's premeditated, um, but it's similar stupid. to to what we wanted to do with um, with El Salvador. You get these we're playing against these teams from Central America who rarely play in the cold, right? So we're taking them to the the coldest places in the country, thinking it's an advantage. But like, yeah. God, if you had to stoop to those, it's to not that against these minnows like come on <laughs> right.
4: but but do they do the american players play in the cold that exactly much?
1: <laughs> exactly i mean more so than more so than the others yeah but
0: i think at some point you know three degrees fahrenheit becomes a disadvantage for both teams Absolutely. I, I don't, yeah so i just anyway okay we can we can move on but um i i'm expecting some some very strange football tonight but we'll see we'll see uh, okay, guys, let's move on to Luis Diaz, as previously mentioned, to Liverpool. Let's talk numbers real quick. Um, obviously, this is not uh, a big five league. So we have his, uh, we have his, uh, what, champ- champions? No, Europa, right?
4: Champ- champions League. Champions
0: League. They're against Liverpool. Oh, right. Okay, okay. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That's right. I remember that. Okay, so 12.4 um, points per 90, which is pretty solid. Uh, And uh, 59% reliant on attacking returns, which is kind of... That one's kind of interesting to me. So playing as a winger and being 59% reliant on attacking returns, that strikes me as a very uh, similar player to one Sadio Mane, especially recently. So I'm curious, uh, does this strike any uh, interest in you guys in terms of him for this particular season?
1: Uh, I said it previously um, that I was really excited about for fantasy purposes of course um him going to to spurs given that he would he would be nailed on to to start in that attack um and he's just a a really great player um dribbles for days and and can can finish um but at liverpool um it's it's already come out that you know they wanted to sign him in the summer um and with spurs stiffing around they had to to move up uh, the transfer and so they didn't want to take him in January and you just gotta think that they're gonna bet him in slowly and so he's not gonna start enough for him to be the, the biggest um, you know waiver claim this
4: this window. Okay. Yeah. I think I think um, most of um Sadio Mane managers will be looking to trying to get him. As as I will as well. Sure, sure. Um, that makes a lot of sense. And and uh, and it does look like like for like replacement with a younger younger version of Mane. Um I I do want to um, sort of put this in 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 close brackets. Um one of two things I think will happen. Either we see um Mane up his game like um Luke Shaw did when everyone's already penciling mm-hmm. in Alex Tayas as um as the um first week starter for United yeah. and then Luke Shaw had like the season of his lifetime. Um, just because of that. Uh, or I do think that, um, the dominoes will start falling due to this signing. We've been talking about, uh, the lack of new contract for new, for either of the front three for Liverpool. And, and, um, I think Jota was, was the first play, but there was, um, that was to be expected. They needed depth as well as replacement. But at this point, without any one of the three signing, I think FSG has put, put a plan in motion. Uh, and and the first part of that plan is Luis Diaz. And mm. I think the second part of that plan will be the new contract for Salah. And that will, that will just suck the air out of any anything uh, that Sadio Mane has thought about uh, f- <laughs> for staying at Liverpool which is unfortunate but Bobby uh, I I do think that um Bobby he'll will stay goals. <laughs> I think, think I I think uh, he will he will stay on I think he'll accept a bit bit part role uh, f- from next season on which which 30 they're all thirty, yeah. All, all, they they're twenty nine, going on thirty, um, and and I do think that um, they will need to change the shape and they will need to change the way they play once Bobby's confirmed not uh, not a first teamer which I think next year this will happen. Um, he hasn't been this year. Brian. He hasn't. He, I think he he should be and i think klopp planned for him to be but those two injuries in 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 the autumn made made him reassess and i think he will be um rest of the season i think he will he will be the based the on what based on based on him making the front three click i think i think um I think if you, if you watch a game, a Liverpool game, um, looking at tactics and looking at the fluidity of the, of the attack, it, they're miles apart from when Jota plays to when, when Firmino plays. When Jota plays, it's one, two, three touches and running. When Firmino plays, it's, it's free flowing it's um everyone's everyone knows where they are everyone um everyone has the opportunity to to be presented a goal scoring opportunity whereas when jota plays he i think he plays as a winger in the middle as well if if that makes any sense so he's very direct he's he's running at the defense he's yeah. he he's getting the ball with with his um, face towards goal, whereas Bobby is getting the ball with his back towards the goal, and I think that's that's the main difference that in in their play, and and um, and I do think that there's gonna have to be a tactical shift if they're not counting on on Bobby for for the long term, uh, but I think. They, they still will be. And, um, he might play more in the, pre- in the Champions League because, because when, when playing in the Champions League, like these tactical nuances could come off with a much higher chance of success because, because in the Premier League, everyone's watching and everyone's playing everyone week in, week out. So they, they get to know each other. And like you're watching game tape. F- from these teams every day whereas when you're playing in a Champions League obviously they're preparing but it's not it's not that uh, immersive as when you're pre- preparing in the in the in the Premier League so so I think there is a chance that that Bobby features more in the Champions League but as like like what you Ryan what you mentioned about Gundogan I think if the dominoes fall in a way that, um, like Liverpool lose or drop points in the upcoming three to five games and it becomes clear that, that they're not challenging for, for, for the league, then, then we might see more of Luis Diaz in the league and uh, yeah. more of more of mané in the cups so they're still on for the quadruple. um obviously the league cup is only one game left but but um yeah so there's going to be there's going to be some rotation there is an off chance of them actually keeping mané on as well and and the whole liverpool front line becoming very much like the city front line but I I just don't see that.
0: I find his 5.5 ghost points per ninety very interesting. If not, maybe a little bit concerning.
1: Is that right? That's wow. what it would have. I would have thought it, they would be a lot better just 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 solely based on watching him play for for Colombia um, and the dribbles. <laughs>
0: Again, that's only his his uh limited appearances yeah yeah uh, that's fair, yeah,
1: but still that's pretty that's pretty stark,
0: yeah so Toddie, you compared him to um Hudson a is it more than just the uh rotation piece on that one, just kind of like the the winger pacey winger kind of thing going on
4: I think it's it, it's more it's it's most li- it's most like the rotation piece okay. that that gets very high upside when he plays
0: that's fair. All right, let's do a quick who'd you fancy. We'll go Toddy and then Ryan. Toddy, Luis Diaz this season, rest of season, or Brian Mbomo?
4: Luis Diaz. Ryan? Ugh. I guess yes. <laughs> it's
0: not a great start. We'll see. <laughs> All right, Toddy. Leon Bailey. Uh,
4: Luis Diaz. Okay. I think ba- Bailey has a. That- is an even more difficult um, route to first team football than Diaz does.
0: Yeah, uh, I used to be a lot more excited about Bailey than I am now. But Ryan, you were you were his cheerleader for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, tell me about it.
1: I mean, now was with, with Coutinho in. Um, if he if he plays well, then um, even when Bailey's back from injury, it's it's going to be really tough to to see him back in the starting lineup. Um so yeah just I guess Diaz by default but I'm I'm definitely keeping an eye on Bailey.
0: Mm, okay. toddy Zaha or Luis Diaz? <sighs> I j- I
4: just hate I just I just, <laughs> I just hate one. hate rostering Zaha. Yeah. Like like with a burning passion. Um so I'll I'll go Luis Diaz um because at least with Luis Diaz, I will know not to start him when he's not in the starting 11.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> Whereas with Zaha, you never know which is going to be the 20-point game when he scores a goal.
0: And you know what's going to be the worst is when he blanks in probably three out of the next four matches and three of them are Norwich, Brentford, and Burnley.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And when I say blanks, I mean negative 0.5. Um, <laughs> Ryan,
1: what do you think? Uh, Diaz, yeah. I, I'd rather have a roster spot than Zaha, honestly. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, Toddy, what about Ismael Sar or Luis Diaz, rest of season?
4: I, I don't like it, but I have to go Sar. Okay. Um, as I mentioned previously... I I'm not excited about the Hodgson revival at Watford um, and SAR is part of that, but I I guess he'll be he'll be a penalty taker, he'll be the focal point. I just don't know how they will set up even right um, right because is is it gonna be a, a four three three of sorts? Is it gonna be a five two three? Or is it gonna be a four-four-two of sorts that that will pit Saar on the on the uh, one of the wings in a midfield role like Zaha did for some sometimes in in Palace, which was very bad for his his value, even worse than when he was a forward. I just don't know. I just don't know, and um, and I'm really 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 um afraid but still it's it's he he'll play every minute i think he <laughs> he's he's their best player yeah so yeah i think it's 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 got to be sar
1: i think you're right but what do you think ryan yeah i i think Star will get a lot more starts um and yeah there's a lot of uncertainty around but just the likelihood of of him getting getting more starts and scoring better i think is is really high Cool.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for Diaz. So let's move right along. We've talked about him last week. uh, Just, you know, just kind of in in anticipation of the signing. Well, now it's official. We're talking about Bruno, Bruno G. And uh, (laughs) of course, the the good Bruno, we're going to call him. Um, No, I'm I'm not actually as excited about him, even despite uh, Bruno Fernandes and his struggles this season. But Bruno Guimaraes, of course, coming into Newcastle. 8.3 Eight point three points per game, uh, or sorry, points per ninety, with seven point two of those being ghost points, which is very interesting. And so I, I don't know, I don't know. You've seen some people, especially like Newcastle supporters, being very excited, thinking he's going to be more of like a box to box midfielder, maybe playing more of like a number eight role. But then other people who don't rate him as much think he might be more of like a number six and playing a lot more of that. Um, defensive mid role so he can do both and he's known for his through balls so what do we think about bruno
1: Guimarães, ryan um i tend to think he's gonna be a bit more box to box um and yeah the through ball thing is, is absolutely true I've, I've watched too many youtube compilations um to say otherwise um especially with uh, with asm um and then Wilson, if he ever comes back, uh, latching on to one of them. But those attacking returns from, from those three balls, I think are going to be pretty few and far between. So I think you're you're looking at, at the end of the day, your solid seven to eight points
4: with the potential of every now and again,
1: like a 15.
0: Okay. Toddy?
4: Yeah, I, when I was researching him for the article... Um, I I found a, a comparison that was that was eerily familiar um, or similar rather, um, and I think uh, I I've put I've we've we've put that in, in the um, article and it was Kovacic, and I think that's that's a comparison for points as well as for for the style of play um that they do and I think um I think he will be solid. He'll be rostered throughout the rest of the season. Um he he's he, I I don't expect like in the over under on five attacking returns I'm I'm taking the under as well. Uh but but yeah I think he will be solid solid. Uh I think You have to take some of what the Newcastle fans are, are saying with a pinch of salt as, as he's come in and he, he's the Messiah now. He is, he's the be all end all of, of them of saving their season and of. Riding in on a white horse, um, and doing everything being a six and eight and a (laughs) 10 and scoring goals and, and uh, making, making, attacking, um, opportunities for himself. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that we need to temper that a bit, but other, otherwise, yeah, he's, he is, He's a marquee signing, and, and there's no question about that. And he's someone who, uh, who can take them and make them stay up.
1: So the last two games, Howe has, um, has played a 4-3-3 uh, with Joe Ellington, Shelby, and Willick as the midfield three with ASM on the left wing, Wood as the number nine, and then Fraser on the right wing. Yeah. I am trying to figure out who loses their spot. He's very. He plays a similar type. I think he's obviously more mobile and a better player than Shelby, but he plays a similar type of of uh, role. So I, I wonder if they try and f- squeeze in Shelby and Imadai into the same midfield. Um, I'm curious to see how that how that looks at first game.
2: Mm.
4: Yeah, yeah. Th- that's why I I was um, a bit skeptical about uh, Linton keeping up his numbers hmm. because if they if they squeeze like in in that in that Willock Jolinton Shelby midfield, um, it was Shelby in a deeper role, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, I think that's ultimately where Bruno will be. And I, I and I agree with that as well, but I think Shelby pushed higher up and not having to sit deep um, will mean that he'll he'll impede on John Linton's um, possibly um, few attacking return possibilities but I think
1: Shelby might lose out altogether I think Bruno might just come in like for like
4: hmm could be, yeah
1: That'd be interesting. Yeah, that's it, it's tough to see. I mean, but I'm not, I I not think... making a case to keep in Willick, but just in terms of like differing styles and
4: roles. Yeah, I mean Sean Sean Longstaff uh, can come in. as well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. That's we've got no shortage of mediocre <laughs> midfielders Exciting. there. So uh, yeah. yeah, pick pick a name out of a hat. Um, okay. Well, let's let's do who'd you fancy. We'll go Ryan then Toddy. Uh so Ryan, Bruno Guimaraes on your fantasy team the rest of the season or Jordan Henderson?
4: Uh Bruno.
1: Okay.
0: Toddy?
4: Yep, yeah, no question, Bruno.
0: Alright. Ryan McTominay.
4: <laughs> Bruno. Toddy?
0: Bruno as well. Okay. Douglas Louise. Ryan.
1: Uh, I love Douglas Louise. Uh, I think they're actually going to be very similar.
0: Okay.
1: So it's a, it's I have a to, pick them
4: yeah, horse I, piece, I, as I have they to say.
0: Agree. <laughs> like for like.
4: I, ha- I have to agree on that. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't. I haven't looked into Bruno's um, possibility of a, uh, of set pieces, but the Aston Villa set piece picture is becoming um, a bit clearer. As uh, a few of these set piece worthy guys are coming in, and and Digne is taking some of of the but corners, Louis stayed on some. but Louis, yeah, Louis stayed. Which on surprised some.
1: me. I was like, I yeah. thought he was going to be completely out of it, but it's still, yeah,
2: it's yeah still that's random. that's what I
4: that's what I was gonna uh, pivot to that that Louis stayed. Stayed on some of the set pieces, even though they have Buendia, Coutinho and Digne in the starting lineup as well, who are all of them worthy set piece takers on their own right. So if he could, if Luis could, could keep the set pieces and most of the set pieces in that lineup, then who's to say he's not going to keep them for good? Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's a toss up. I mean, yeah.
0: Okay. All right, Ryan, Declan Rice or Bruno?
1: I'd have to I'd have to look at the numbers, but Rice seems like he's kind of gone off the boil from his um, really. Oh, great team s- hasn't start. Hasn't yeah. Um. I st- I st- yeah, I st- Rice in a, by a smidge.
0: Yeah, Rice is getting you. Uh, I mean, five would be it seems like his his floor recently aside from his 1 -1 one. but uh, he's oh, yeah and that was the, i mean that that involved the yellow card but uh, he yeah he's getting you 5 but i mean obviously he's got a ceiling of what t- 15 maybe and that's being generous
1: yeah yeah maybe uh, I'll, t- I'll go with Bruno wow okay toddy <sighs>
4: I think I'll go with Bruno as well. Okay. But but they're all very similar meh players.
0: Yeah, yeah that's that's why I chose them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> finally finally another uh defensive mid, if you will, uh who probably should be performing much better than he has this season. Thomas Suchek. I know this is a painful one, Toddys, for me to even include him in this conversation, but Ryan Thomas Suchek or Bruno Guimaraes? Uh,
1: um, Suchek solely for the the fact that he does score the odd goal, and I don't think Bruno really will. Okay. But, Tadi? The, but the week to week, I think they're going to be – I think Bruno probably scores better average. Oh, wow.
0: Okay.
4: Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going Suchek as well. And this is why, um, since the 20th of November, these are his scores. 8, 7.5, 14.5, 3.5 against Chelsea. 8.5, 8.5, 9.5, 19.5, 9, and 7. Mm. I think he's back. Back. And that, And I think that's... Uh, pretty uh, much the other way around with rice, uh, as as his um, score scores have been turning bad and hmm. Suchek's has been turning good. So uh, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Suchek ahead of uh, Gimarish. Okay, I like
0: it. Well, there you go. Uh, it seems like we are actually a little bit more excited than maybe we let on for for Bruno Guimarães. I mean, that's <laughs> he's going to be one of these role player guys, you know? Like we we always talk about the value of these, you know, week to week get you kind of the baseline point kind of guys and I think he might be just that. So, I'm I'm curious to see how he kicks on. Let's move yeah, right I want along. To see him play. Yeah, exactly. Let's move right along to everyone's favorite story of the transfer window that's of course one Christian Eriksson to Brentford. Um, his numbers, as far as Serie A, were concerned. 2021 number 17 starts, uh, 9.6 points per 90, 7.5 ghosts, 23% reliant on attacking returns for his fantasy numbers. So this is interesting. In terms of uh, comparable players, who do we got, Toddy? And then what are, what are your thoughts on uh, Christian Eriksson
4: I think we had... Um, a consensus on on Tiago as a comparable player, both for style and for point scoring, and uh, yes. for and for um, availability. <laughs> I think the biggest biggest concern is availability, and, and right. both both um, Frank and I think Ericsson himself has come out saying he's been he's been uh, training, he's he's been training with Ajax. Last few weeks, but he's nowhere near match fit. Mm. He hasn't he hasn't kicked the ball in a match environment in seven since months. the summer, right? Yeah, I mean since, since, since the I, summer since that fateful day in in the Euros. Exactly, exactly. So, um, so uh, it's going to be a a long and difficult process. And I think this this six months contract with Brentford is the last piece of the puzzle. In determining if he's ever going to come back, so I I'm I'm looking at this six months as not as the the comeback, but as the last box they need to tick so that they can call it a comeback. Oh, okay. Um, so in that way, it's it's very much a punt. Mm. But um, as for production, I. Th- I, I was very excited about him because I remembered him from his EPL days before he was grumpy and not, not wanting to play for Spurs in his <laughs> last uh, season. Grumpy. But, um, but if you look, look at these numbers from Italy, these are not good numbers. Mm-mm. These are very bad numbers. And these are, um, well, very bad. By very bad, I mean, I mean, he should be in the conversation in the, in the in the conversation we just finished. So um, that's that's the kind of number. So uh, he scored four goals in that 9.6 PP 97.5 ghost point uh, season. So if you take those four goals away or downgrade them to assists, then That is exactly the same numbers as Bruno Guimarães. The only difference is Bruno Guimarães has started every game, whereas Ericsson has started 17 out of 38 Mm. in his last healthy season. Mm. So I'm, I've, I've cooled off a lot on Ericsson. Hmm. I'm happy for someone else to take a punt. I think. Um, I think he will be a free agent before he, he has a good game.
0: That's a good shout.
1: Anything to add on that, Ryan? Uh, I was going to say the same exact thing. He's one of those guys that obviously commands a lot of name recognition. People are going to pick him up. He's going to be super softly, softly from Frank. He's going to have a, a couple 15 to 20 minute cameos. By the time he starts a game, it's going to be probably a month and a half. By the time he potentially start scoring well it's going to be like april and so he's going to get dropped in like three to four weeks once people start
4: realizing that that's the case so yeah in terms of the doubles are coming i'm I'm not interested okay yeah and by by that time all the doubles will be coming so these are the types of players that you will have to drop to get a double game we clear in
0: okay so you guys you guys doesn't even sound like you're you're planning to to try to roster him at all
4: i'm not no okay
0: All right. Well, then we, we shouldn't do who you fancy because th- these are mostly guys who are. Yeah, at least I was gonna play. say I'm
1: looking through them and I'm like, yeah, I think I'd rather all of them other than Rashidza.
0: Yeah, the guys I picked were Moutinho, Rashidza, Gross, Harrison, and McGinn. And it sounds like just based upon your your valuation here, guys, you're you're not taking
4: Eriksson over any of those guys. Uh, I'm I'm not Gross is close. If he if he gets dropped again. Like if he doesn't start the double that is coming up in gaming twenty five, it's it's a difficult one. I think I think uh, everyone in the draft society who has gross was very very close to dropping him before before this uh, Brighton double um, last He's game week. Yeah, yeah,
0: and he only started one, right? Didn't he? Mm.
4: No, no, I think he started, think he started two started both. but was he in both? Got got like minus half in oh. 45 minutes and then got subbed in at, at halftime. That must be what like I'm that. thinking yeah. of.
0: Okay. All right, got it. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Well, so maybe maybe we wait. We wait and see on Ericsson. That that sounds good. Um, or wait for somebody in your league to drop him like like Todd mentioned I think that's a great that's a great tactic. Okay, let's talk the other Everton uh, Signing, I guess he's more of like a lone-e, but still, um, Donny Van de Beek, which a lot of people are, are pretty excited about. Uh, I think more just excited to actually see him play in the Premier League. But um, the numbers that we have to use, unfortunately, are his numbers from the Champions League because <laughs> Ajax is not in the in the Big Five leagues, and he didn't have enough time in the Premier League in order to make our useful draft metrics uh, table that we have on the Draft Society. So. Um, <laughs> So here are his uh, Champions League numbers, 12.5 points per 90, 9.2 of them were ghost points, 29% reliant on uh, attacking returns. That sounds kind of tasty. However, I I don't know how (laughs) enthusiastic I am that he's going to repeat any numbers even similar to that. Uh, Ryan, what what do you think on DVB?
1: I was a lot more excited about him when I thought it was just him going to yeah, Everton. Exactly. The addition of Delhi into mm. that, uh, that midfield. Um, I mean, they're both going to be benched for Ogazi, so it's it's kind of a moot point. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> sure, sure, sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we're discussing it. Um, I also, I mean, I was more excited about him going to, to Palace as well. Um, so this is kind of... Not the worst of of all worlds, because obviously staying at United on the bench would have been worse. But uh, I, st- I still think he's worth a punt. Um, but again, I'm just not as high on him as I as I was uh, a few days ago uh, before Delhi and his dreadlocks um, made his way north. So yeah, I'm <laughs> what a punt on him, but I'm not. Uh, it's more, yeah. It's it's like your intro. I more just kind of want to see what he's what he's about. Um, so I'm I'm
4: curious. Toddie, what do you think? Same here. I'm okay. um, I'm. I think I think um, the fact that there was a guy. I I know we like to masquerade as um, experts, so to say, <laughs> but there was a guy who. Actually managed a Premier League football team for years. And he chose not to play him, like at all. <laughs> I think that's, that's something that we tend to forget. And we forget it because, because United were playing badly and, and, and the fans were asking for it and everything like that. But, but still at, at the end of the day, there was a whole team of of coaches there was a manager there was a, a players liaison there was a scout there was a, there was a head of footballing operations and they all came to the conclusion that this guy shouldn't be a starter oh. for a premier league team that is struggling right so that just that just that's a huge red flag for me I know I've I know we've seen him play uh, in Ajax and he was he was um he was really good. Uh, especially in that in that uh, Champions League semi final run um that ended against uh Mora and Spurs. Yeah. But um but yeah he might he might be one of those um um Afonso Alves, Mateo Cashman type uh, type players who come from the Eredivisie and and can only perform in the Eredivisie. I'm not sure, and I don't want to want to kick him while he's down or yeah. as he's trying to get up or so to say. <laughs> but but um, I'm I'm very. Very, very concerned about um, any production that we we are ex- expecting of him.
0: Well, and I think more on more on that comparison between the Ajax days. I mean, Lampard, all due respect, is certainly no Eric Ten Hag. Uh, so, so it's just kind of one of those like, yeah, I, the systems are different, and the expectations for him are going to be different. Uh, I I just I don't know. Well, you you can see it in the in the players I picked for who you fancy. So, Toddy, let's run through it. Um, we'll go you and then Ryan. So, DVB or Christian Norgard?
4: Norgard?
0: Wow! <laughs> wow! This doesn't bode well for the rest of them on the list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Um. Uh, Norgard is is pretty solid, but. Yeah, I think DVB has more upside. Okay. So I'll go DVB. All right, that could Toddy. change radically in a
4: week.
0: But yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that, we we all might. Uh Toddy, what about Jorginho?
4: I'll go DVB.
0: Okay, Ryan.
4: Especially now uh, now as as there's going to be three blanks in the upcoming four game weeks for Chelsea. I'm not I'm not rostering Jorginho. Good call.
0: I'd drop him too if I had him. Yeah, DVB. Okay. Ryan, Tiago, the aforementioned,
4: Liverpool. Tiago.
0: Toddy. Maybe Zelvi.
4: Same. Tiago.
0: Okay. Back to you, Toddy. Our favorite, Dros. Andros Townsend.
4: Mm. That's a tough tough one. I'm not dropping Townsend to pick up D V B but there is a chance that Townsend gets uh, bodied out of that starting eleven. In which case, obviously, the D- DVB will will have to suffice. But but um, yeah, I'm I'm concerned about Townsend as well. But I'm not dropping him. He's much 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 higher upside than yeah. DVB does.
0: Yeah, it's why kind of why I included him. The same team plus his recent struggles. There's there's a lot going on there. What do you think, Ryan?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm worried about Rose myself, but he has such upside that you know I definitely want to see how Frank uses him before making any uh, st- you know drastic decisions.
0: Okay. Finally, Toddy, Harvey Barnes.
4: No way, no way. That's a thing. Harvey Barnes okay. is okay. back, man.
0: All right. Well, I, he, that's that's the reason I included him because also been he struggling, goes. also yet to really prove it. I don't I don't know. It's uh, I can see why some people would be tempted, but.
4: Top 10 rest of the season midfielder.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Ryan? I, I disagree with that, but yeah, it's still Barnes.
0: Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Let's keep trucking, boys. We're getting there. Um, I don't know that Rodrigo Bentoncourt will take us all that long to talk about. At least <laughs> at least that's my uh, perception of him. I guess I'm curious to see if you guys uh, share that. 8.3 points per 90, uh, and that is in Serie A. Um we have also uh let's see uh 8.0 would be ghost points so that's I mean that's that's promising but uh certainly a center defensive mid roll uh that's not going to be any sort of question uh up in the air on that one great player I just don't know for a fantasy asset I'm not I'm not super excited what do you think toddy
4: Same here I'm I, I'm not excited at all like I'm looking at the players you wrote there and I'm, I'm not taking Betancourt ahead of any of those. Oh, wow.
0: Okay. What do you think, Ryan?
4: Yeah, I just think that there's way
1: too much competition in that role. I mean, you have basically four of the same player in Betancourt, Hoiberg, Skip, and um, and Wingsy. Okay. Yeah. Um so it's a weird signing for me. Uh, although he did score to be very early on in that Argentina game. Uh, I haven't seen the goal yet, but I do know he did score uh, last night. So he's got it in him, but I'm not willing to
4: roster him to to see it pan out. To be fair, um a lot of Chelsea or Spurs mids have been shipped off. True. So that that list you just you just listed that's all of their mids
1: <laughs> yeah, <Lo Celso laughs> yeah there's gone. only a couple a couple roles ryan there ryan keel is gone and only two can what start
0: yeah, yeah true true okay well if you were if you were curious the players i listed that toddy kind of um alluded to were uh jacob ramsey conte pogba and four nows ryan would you also prefer all of them over Bentoncourt?
1: Yeah. Okay. Even Jacob Ramsey. Maybe not Ramsey. Okay. I'm not I love him as a player. I just don't think he's going to be a consistent fantasy asset. Yeah, I monster
4: him right now. Yeah, but Ramsey and Kante, I wouldn't roster either. Yeah, true. But but I still hold yeah, them high, higher higher there higher than Benton Core. It
0: sounds to me guys like Benton Core is a streamer.
4: It, not even that.
0: Oh wow. Okay. <laughs>
4: Like, I mean, I'm willing to ho- I'm willing to hold out the
1: possibility of him becoming a streamer later down the line. <laughs> he's got <laughs> to earn think his. We could say that he's he unstreamable. Earn before his he even streamer kicks status.
4: He does, but I mean, yeah, I mean, walk into this roster. <laughs> For one, yeah, and like he could end up like. Well, uh, how, who sh- who should I say? He could end up like um, like a Ruben Nevish. Mm. Would you stream Ruben Neves like a Josh Brownhill? No. Would you stream stream Josh Brownhill? He's he's not a streamer. He's just yeah. You're right. There's a, no upside. A yeah, a player that is on free agency that doesn't yeah. equate to streamer. Good point. Like Sean Sean Longstaff. No upside. Yeah.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Huh. Okay. And it's not like you're going <laughs> to get clean sheet points, right? I mean, maybe you got the one. But yeah. aside from that, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Tottenham asset that maybe will excite us a little bit more. Uh this is Kulisevsky. That is, if you think he's going to get any minutes whatsoever. Um so for Juve, he started 19 in 2020-21. Uh and he averaged 10.8 points per 90, with 8.6 of those being ghost points, which is pretty solid for an attacking midfield player. So um, I guess I'd be a little bit more excited about him. I'm worried about the playtime, as I mentioned. Toddy, what do you think? And who are you comparing him to?
4: Um, I'm comparing him to Pulisic. Oh, um, as in, <laughs> as in, he won't get many, um, many minutes. Uh, I have been convinced about this. I'm still personally. I I think I see a way for him, and and Ryan mentioned this at the beginning of the pod that um, we have seen Conte bench Lucas for no apparent reason. Sure, and and I see Conte as someone, some, someone who, who you can just imagine that he has his guys,
2: hmm.
4: he has his guys that he plays, and. And I just mentioned this as a throwaway line in in um, in the article. It's worth noting that his breakout season happened when he was 19 years old at Parma, oh. scoring 13.5 points per 90, 9.2 goals, points per 90, 10 goals, 8 assists. Incidentally, Conte won the league as manager of Inter that year.
0: Oh, I like this. <laughs> this is like a connect the dots kind of thing like uh like, yeah, like the, i'll the, just the leave i'll the just the i'll Kelly. just
4: leave that here i'll just leave that <laughs> yeah. there let it float let it float around so yeah um i mean i I'm, I'm still not spending big on him i like him as a player i think he's a really exciting youngster um i'm still not spending big on him uh but i wouldn't be surprised if if conte just just plucked him in and played him and shifted Lucas uh, around and played some different sets and, and, and just, just gave him minutes.
0: All right. Ryan, what do you think on, uh, Kulesowski? Any immediate thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be fascinating to see who, uh, between him and, and Lucas wins, wins out and takes over that, that role. Um, or if it's just going to be a, a job share, um, so I think, I think the upside, the potential upside, is there enough to to punt on him, um, especially if you're a, a Lucas owner. I mean, getting this cover I think is going to be yeah. essential, even more so than the the Monet Diaz. Because I think um, Kulisevsky has a much better chance of uh, of supplanting Lucas than than uh, Diaz and, and Monet. Um, but yeah, he might be one of those frustrating ones as well, where you're just like. It takes him a little while to adjust to the prim. Um, Lucas or Bergwine plays decently, so you're just waiting a few weeks for him to even get a start. Um, And then you get tempted with double game weeks, and and the roster spots are are a lot more um, valuable. So, yeah, a lot of these... January transfers are kind of middling players that have the upside, but yeah. are you willing to, to really invest in them uh, for weeks, or are you better off just keeping that roster spot? And for a lot of these folks, I'm keeping the roster spot.
4: Mm. Cool, yeah. I might think
1: be one where it tempts me that
4: to uh, to get them. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting one because um, as you were say as you were talking about this, um, I think we were. Kinda excited but, uh, about Bergwijn when he came in to take that Lucas Moura role um, that was under Mourinho. Well, still. I didn't know he was gonna like score one point a game aside from goals. No, yeah, that's fair. And then we were excited this season about uh, Hill as well. Yeah, um, he was drafted. I was not. Okay, you were not, but <laughs> uh, us as a fantasy draft community we were mildly i i mean by excited i mean Intriguing. he was take he was taken in round 11 12 in drafts
0: sure he wasn't on any of my teams
4: <laughs> but no he wasn't on my teams either but <laughs> he was he was supposed to give a fair shot at mm-hmm. or get a fair shot at taking that right wing spot he didn't get that, that haircut? Obviously. <laughs> yeah
0: mm-hmm. I remember going into the season and talking with Chuck Booth and I I basically had posted like, here we are going into another season where uh, the the question is who's playing right wing for Spurs. And the answer to that question is, I don't know dot, dot, dot Lucas Mora question mark. And that's exactly what's happened. But he honestly, he's a, he's a pretty decent player and a pretty decent fantasy asset too, to be honest. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see how this how this whole thing shakes out. Let's uh let's do quick who'd you fancy? I think I might have shot too high on these ones, but you guys can uh, you guys can tell me whether or not I have. We'll go Ryan and Toddy. So Ryan, uh, Kulisevsky or Michael Olise?
1: Uh, Ooh, that's that's not a bad one actually. Given okay. The, um, the rotation of Olise. Uh I'll
4: go Ooh, I think
1: Kulisevsky by a hair. Okay.
0: Alright.
4: Toddy? I think I'll go Olise just because um because he, we have seen him play and um and he's 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 been good so I think he's done enough for Vieira to to at least think about not bringing Ayu back in straight away?
0: <laughs> There's a lot of ifs there. Kinda like kinda like the talk around Kulosevsky, so I guess it makes sense.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ryan, back to you. What about Lanzini, who's been playing as of recent, maybe lose his spot soon, who knows?
1: Um I'll stay with Lanzini for now. Okay. Toddy?
4: Um, yeah, I th- I'll stay with Lanzini, but I'm not overly excited.
0: Ryan Kulisevsky or the benched for Honduras, <laughs> Christian Kulisic?
4: Uh, sorry, going back to before before you guys um, send send uh, your boy packing, uh, <laughs> I'm going to ask uh, a B question for Lanzini. Oh, what sure, about sure, for sure. nows? Uh, because Fornals has Fournals. been playing better than Lanzini, hasn't he? last few yeah, he's weeks. Yeah, scoring better. He hasn't been as nailed in the last few games. but I suppose. Game, I think he
1: dropped 20, didn't he? Yeah. I,
0: to me, man. <laughs> I, I think, honestly, I'm going Kolosevsky. Fornals is barely streamer status a lot of weeks these days
4: well whole of west ham is like <laughs> other 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 than jared bowen who is maybe suchek or like i mentioned his numbers but other than those two guys even antonio has been playing droppable levels
0: yeah i mean since what the immediate stats that show up on on his fan track screen go back to november 20th and fornals has three three 10 plus scores on there yeah. In what is it, six, nine, uh tw- twelve games. So yeah, I'm, i think I'm I think I would take
4: the gamble. If it's yeah. me. I mean I'm I don't hate that. Ryan, Pulisic. <laughs> oh man.
1: Um Kulisevsky. He's been has been Dumb. garbage
0: even when he's played.
1: Yeah, he really has been. And I love him like a brother, given how much time we spent together. But Yeah. Like a little
4: like a little brother. Yeah.
1: Literally a little brother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think yeah. Isn't
4: there isn't there a program that that you guys could join and you can mentor him?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. He's he's got weird music choices with the beeb, so
4: I just don't think we click (laughs) as much as we used to. Yeah. (laughs) These young guys. uh, i know i know
0: someone you can maybe talk some sense into him
1: though give him some sage advice yeah i tried but his bodyguard wasn't having it (laughs) (laughs)
0: tati what do you think
4: yeah i'm i'm going cool all all day and that's and and it's mostly because of those those three three blanks in the next four i have I've just um, jumped in to help out uh, in um, the international genie league because um, there was a there was a no show or a no play rather <laughs> as one of the managers, and I jumped in to help out. And um, I have Pulisic on the roster, and I'm including him in every one of my deals or trade offers. Um, there has been no bite.
2: Yeah,
0: you got to get him out of there.
4: Yeah. Ugh. I think he he's gonna be one of the top top guys i i put in uh, as as dropping on waivers.
0: Oh man, that's brutal. All right, uh, so sexy name, but if you look at his numbers, not so
1: great recently. Dwight McNeil, Ryan, or Kulu. Uh McNeil. I think yeah, he's he's without a doubt um gone off the boil, but with the double game weeks and the fact that he's got six foot twenty um <laughs> inch forehead of of Coot Coot. Um yeah, you gotta go you gotta go McNeil. Yeah.
0: Toddy I'm assuming same for you.
4: Yeah. McNeil, I think we had conversations about trading KDB for McNeil or something a few weeks ago when, yeah, he, we did. when, when, he, <laughs> when he had five, five blanks or five doubles to go. So, yeah, I'm not dropping him.
0: That's fair. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone in their right mind should be dropping McNeil at this point. Um, yeah, and I don't, he, he wouldn't probably drop McNeil, obviously, for him. But this is just for the sake of comparison, you know. Um, okay, finally, Ryan, Jaden Sancho okay <laughs> <laughs> Toddy I'm curious just because I think Sancho's going to see more time now
4: <clears throat> yeah same here I think I think Sancho what it's Sancho seizing Sancho season, Sancho season um, round two oh mm, god
0: yeah we saw how round <laughs> one went yeah although I don't know if his uh, if his colleagues keep getting locked up then I guess we'll see uh, what happens but yeah know. Uh, on a serious note, hope that uh, Greenwood never plays another match of football. But uh, that we can we can we can not get into the, the politics of that and just leave it there. But uh, yeah, Sancho even like man, um, seventy five minutes against Wolves, two points. Uh, I guess he did have eleven pr- you know prior to that against Burnley. So I mean he's got it. Hmm. Man, I'm, yeah, seems like six is about his floor. Um, just looking at his numbers here, seems like his floor is about six and his i mean ceiling so far is 15 basically max i guess he had one game that was higher but that was the one where he scored so yeah i i don't know what was your answer toddy
4: i'm i'm keep i'm uh, i think sancho's a bit higher still okay who knows
0: all right, fantastic. Well, let's talk one more guy and then I want to just I'll get your thoughts quickly on Dan Burn. We don't need to maybe spend all the time on him, but uh we should probably talk about Matt Target real quick just cuz there's some differing opinions as to what he's going to be doing on this team. Uh and and the kind of attacking freedom he'll have. Uh I, if you ask me, I tend to think that Trippier will be given a lot more freedom to attack and that uh Target may have a little bit more defensive responsibility. Uh, than he was he was used to previously, but I think that's just sort of the way I'm reading uh the situation so I don't know I'm curious to hear what you guys think and, and whether or not he'll be an attacking threat. I don't see many clean sheets in there, so um yeah, target on Newcastle what do you think, toddy?
4: I think <clears throat> I think um it's gonna be the Seamus Coleman versus luca Dean a oh. type situation um at Newcastle so trippier will be uh top 10 rest of the season defender whereas target will languish in the i'll stream him if it, if they have a matchup against uh, a bottom five team
0: okay well said i think that's exactly what i was trying to say uh, previously but yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> made it a lot more digestible i think that's awesome ryan what do you think about uh, maddie target
1: yeah i think i'm in a similar boat. although um, i think one their defense will improve but doesn't say much it has to right yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um and two i do like the prospect of him whipping in crosses to uh to chris wood but yeah that's not going to happen enough for him to be a consistent performer plus he's not going to be on any sets as far as i as far as i'm concerned so yeah, streamer okay Man, we've said Chris Wood so much
0: in this podcast today. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm not sure I'm actually comfortable with it. Um, <laughs> okay, let's talk. Uh, well, let's see. I mean, we don't. Did you have a player comp for him, Toddie?
4: I don't think we did. Yeah, because he's, he's already he's already met, met targets so exactly comp.
0: <laughs> So let's let's do who'd you fancy? Um, some of these names are going to be pretty interesting because they're I think they're right they're right at the level. Uh, the first one, I think, is low-hanging fruit. What about Mikalenko? Uh, let's go Ryan first and then Toddy. What about Mikalenko <laughs> or Target?
1: Uh, take the roster spot.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just blank roster spot. Toddy.
4: Yeah, same here. Give me that roster <laughs> spot all day.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Ryan, back to you. Leave Livramento or Matt Target? Same thing. Damn. Toddy.
4: Wow. <sighs> I was so excited about Lieberman Dude,
1: he <laughs> just doesn't score well. Yeah. yeah I no. Same. You watch the games yeah. and he looks lively and great and he just doesn't do shit. Yeah. 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 So roster spots. All
0: right. Uh, the player most likely to lose his job, though a replacement was not brought in for him. <laughs> Emerson Royale, Ryan or Maddie Target.
1: Quite the title, uh, but very apt. Um, <laughs> I guess Royale until until <laughs> until it's proven the uh, door takes the spot. He takes spot
0: he's also been crap. I mean Loki like he even though he has the spot and has been starting, he's also yeah, been yeah. pretty crap.
4: Yeah, he's he's bad. I mean <clears throat> I mean I think this um two games in the space of a month for Spurs will help will help the defense. And yeah. Romero, Romero coming back will help as well. So, so I think the, their their clean sheet potential will will sky well not skyrocket but shoot up. So Royal will even though he'll still be bad, he'll he'll be decent with the clean sheets.
0: Yeah, that's yeah that's fair. Okay, what about Diogo Delo Ryan? Delo. Uh, do you think he loses his spot? I don't think so. Yeah, I tend to nowhere. think.
4: he's... Yeah,
0: I tend yeah. to think he's he's nailed now, but that's that's just me. What do you think, Toddy?
4: Yeah, I I'm all 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 the way on the, the low train. He's and he's looked good, hasn't he? Yeah, he's looked good. Absolutely. And and he's scored really well, um, like <clears throat> really really well. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, I'm I'm taking the low and not looking back.
0: Finally, Tariq Lamptey or Matt Target,
1: Ryan. Uh, Lamptey, but he's such a, a finicky one and a frustrating guy to to roster because he starts one every three games and all in all, he's not that great. But he has the potential to be great. So I mean, if if pressed, I might I might take the roster spot
0: yeah he's, he's got the name value that's why i included this one he's got the name value but if you look at his stats man he has been absolute trash um not as a human being as a fantasy asset so um <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yeah i mean man six nine one point five three point two five uh just yeah really sort of abysmal but well, what do you think toddy on this one
4: I probably take Lampty okay. just because they'll have to double in game week twenty five, and then and then just hope hope he gets nailed somehow. Um, well, nailed in D eleven. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. Sounds good. good. Okay. So g- give me just your guys' quick uh, kind of. Take on Dan Byrne. If you have uh, sort of just like a kind of a quick takeaway, is, is this anything that you're that you're excited about? Is this one where you're, you know, you're uh, valuing him above certain assets that you might already be rostering? Um, do you see him as a streamer? I mean, how, how are you how are you looking at uh, Big Dan, Tidy, We'll start with you.
4: I think <clears throat> he has a similar role um, and fantasy output that we that he had. With Brighton, uh, probably a bit less less clean sheety, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I <laughs> <I'd>, yeah, <laughs> uh, I I I'm fine, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm um, fine rostering him for good days. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, nice, Ryan. he he I think he'll be the alpha with Lascelles. Uh, oh, he's gotta be. Yeah. So he'll he'll take the aerials, he'll take the clearances. So there'll be a good floor there.
1: He's a he's a streamer for me. Yeah, I think I'd take most of the guys on that list over him.
2: Beautiful.
0: We did it, boys. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna be a long one, but we I think I'm actually pretty impressed. We we handled we handled all of this a lot in under of transfers, yeah. Yeah, under two hours. That was that was awesome. Um, a lot of
4: lot of transfers that, uh, at the end of the day, we are we are advising against. Speaking up.
0: <laughs> it's it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah.
1: What about that roster
4: spot.
0: <laughs> yeah, unless you unless you truly have a player who is like borderline a waiver wire guy, like borderline free agent, and you just like <clears throat> are thinking of dropping him anyway. I think what we found out is that a lot of these players. We'd rather hold, you know, assets that have that have been proven and, and actually get the minutes. Um, yeah. Like yeah.
4: The, the aforementioned team that I took over, it had so uh, on roster, what? so <laughs> I have,
1: I have <laughs> no idea how relegated.
4: Oh <gasps> no! Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, like you mean those kinds of guys? Exactly. Like, if if you have those kinds of guys on roster, then yeah, take that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, w- once the double game weeks over, like uh, I have uh, Sissoko on a couple teams, I'm happy to drop him for for a gamble. Um, any any guy that you see is like a baseline streamer kind of guy. Just I'm I'm happy to, yeah, move on and take a take a gamble on one of these guys. Yep, nice. All right, this has been the Keepass Collective. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, you know that we love you. Community, you're fantastic. Uh, if you have any questions, let us know. Better yet, start a conversation on Twitter. Go ahead and tag us. We will retweet it, and let's get the community involved. There's some amazingly bright people out there uh, that know a lot about this fantasy game, sometimes even more than us. So let's get the community involved. Start a conversation. Y'all know we love you. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers.